Yeah, good afternoon and uh, welcome to HealthierLife.tv. Uh, my name is Paul Bercy and uh, today, oh, let's tell you about HealthierLife.tv first. Uh, HealthierLife.tv wants to inspire people of all ages to live a life of complete health and wellness through education and information. We cover all aspects of health and wellness, sports and fitness. And we also are on a Wednesday afternoon with the sports um, angle. Sorry, the health angle <laughs> to do with sports. Anyway, um, yes, uh, today's episode was going to be uh, revive your sex drive. But unfortunately, I need to go and complete some research first before I can uh, uh, present that one. So I can see the irony in that one. Um, anyway, so today's uh, subject is what is the critical inner voice? OK. And um, basically, no, that is not the name of it, actually. I've got to have a look because I've done it wrong. It's steps to overcome your critical inner voice. So, um, again, uh, we all suffer from this, some a lot, some a bit. So let's see if we can learn something about it. Well, what I'd like to say, though, first of all, is it's absolutely huge, this uh, subject. Um, but if you think about it, how many how many bits of information that your mind has to think about during a day? And that's without the bits that you say to yourself. So um, so what is the critical inner voice? Well, it's made up of a series of negative thoughts and attitudes towards you, yourself, me as well and others, uh, which at its core is both hostile and cynical. And you think, well, that's a bit over the top. Well, pay a bit more attention to it and find out and see if you can agree. So anyway, um, big thing, does it support harmony and contentment and peacefulness and things like that? And as I say, being calm. Not normally, no. Now, if you're well aware of this, you can turn it to your advantage, but we'll talk about that a bit later. Um, it limits and affects your attitude and your beliefs. And then just before I started, I also wrote something else down. I just want to, it's only a couple of words. One is self-image and the other is self-esteem. Now, think of it this way. You're in front of the mirror, as we all do, or most people do, and they pick holes in, the, in how they look or how they think they look or how they think others see them. And... Um, that adds to the, you know, the uh, the unheard voice that's inside between here, uh, that's telling you how bad you are, how ugly you are, you know, um, I'm not good looking, um, whatever it is that you say to yourself, and there's a million and one things that you do, so it affects so much of your life, okay, so um, the Critical inner voice is where your negative your negativity remains. Your negative self life is is all held up there, really. And um, for some, as I say, it can be really really positive, and others it can be horrendous. Okay, so now it's closely associated with outward or things like outward anger, um, sadness shame 
Um, and you could, it could be about Pacific um, areas in your life. It could be, it could be that you just, it could be just how you look that you're not happy with, that, that, that it really centers on, on what you're saying. It could affect absolutely everything. Okay. It could affect your relationships. It depends on where you are in your life and what most of what you think about. And that's what, what controls it. Um, is it natural to do this? Not really, no. But I suppose we, we you know, when we, we're little kids, um, it gets changed over time. It gets changed over time by when we're kids as what we see, what we're exposed to, what we listen to. Um, so it goes from being in a way unnatural to being the norm. And that's where the problems lie. It's a learned process. OK, you know, as I said to you before, we can learn to turn it around. So it's not all doom and gloom, although it may sound like doom and gloom in the beginning. Um, we, attack our, we attack ourselves on a regular basis, saying things like, I am stupid. Now, you might think I'm stupid. I'm not saying that for just about me. But, you know, I am stupid. Um, when you drop something, you might go, you idiot. OK, or I am an idiot or something like that. Um, I am a failure is a classic one. Um, nobody loves me. OK, now enough about me. No, I'm joking. Um, look, the, the bottom line is, is it logical? Of course not. It's illogical. Most of what we're talking about, the, the stuff that we, um, you know, uh, mull over in our, uh, our brain. Now, it's basically an internal communication between you and you. OK, there isn't anybody else involved. It's you and you. Um, it can be absolutely deadly. Right. So, again, you're running a permanent commentary. It's like watching a sports event uh, where there's a commentary going on. But your life is like that from the I would say not when you sleep. Uh, I, I can't answer for that. I don't really know too much about what goes on when you sleep, but definitely in the hours of consciousness. So which is normally around about 16, 17 hours a day. Um, there is this commentary going on, this dialogue, this narrative that uh, is going on. And um, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Mainly it's on the negative side, as I say. Um, it's pessimistic in nature. And you become your own doom monger, okay, if you allow it to take hold. Now, some people say are very good at this. Uh, you tend to find that the people who do a lot of personal development don't suffer from this very much at all. Um, if they are consistent and persistent in, in, in following some personal development on a quite a reasonable scale. Now, a lot of people don't get involved in personal development. And I think that's probably where some of the, the problems lie. OK. Okay, so what have I just wrote a couple of bits down here? Um, question Why do you tolerate it? Same could be the question for me as well. Why do you tolerate it um, so readily? You know, only you can answer that. You know, it, it's plain uh, gloomy drives self doubt, worry, fear. Um, you know, and, and also if you if you lack money, 
you're say, maybe saying the wrong things to yourself to improve things. If you're in sports, again, you could uh, you could be saying to you, oh, that was a rubbish shot. If I'm like playing soccer, football, you know, that was a rubbish shot. You kept saying over and over again, every time you did something wrong, you were, you know, having this having a go at yourself. And, you know, when I, the, I use this in, um, let me, little story. When I was aged, I started playing football when I was about eight. I realised, although I was fit, as you normally are, eight, because <laughs> you run around like a uh, headless chicken, but um, I realised I wasn't skillful enough. I knew it. Okay, so from the age of, when would it be? When did I move? Yeah, probably from the age of about 10, 10 till 12, maybe nine and a half to 12, something like that. I used to practice football every night um, over this uh, pitch black uh, sports field in, in the school, which is about 100 yards from my house. Luckily, there was some light coming from a, a, a gas station, petrol garage, um, that lit up and there was goals with nets and things like that. And I used to practice, practice, practice two hours a night. Okay. And within the two years, um, I turned myself into being prepared for a professional trial. And that, uh, I, at 12, I had a professional trial for Chelsea. Didn't actually make it, but I was quite pleased that I'd taken rapid strides. Now, during those two years, do you think I once said to myself, I can't do this. I can't volley the ball. I can't half volley the ball, which is a bounce and then kick it. Um, I can't head the ball. No, I didn't. Not once. Probably because I was young. Probably I didn't know any better. So it was all sort of positive stuff that was going in there. And it shows the dramatic effect it had by not letting that rubbish go on inside your head. Okay. As you get a little bit older, I, I don't know what, when it starts kicking in. I couldn't tell you. I know it starts seeping in from quite an early age. If you're in, in, in a type of environment, that rubs off on the wrong way. Okay. Now my environment was always pretty good, and uh, I only got a few whacks from mum, but uh, dad would never hit me. And then life was good at home, so I, you know, absolutely no complaints. Um, bit more negative when you go to school, isn't it? But um, so yeah, I don't know when it sit. I don't know when it sits in. It was sitting for different times for everybody. But all I do know is at my age now, it's not too bad actually. But I remember times when I used to really crucify myself you know about some of the things i was doing and getting up to and probably to a certain extent i probably deserved it okay but um when you do personal development you do tend to uh get a grip on reality and uh, and start saying the right things to yourself on occasions i'll drop something and say you idiot yeah but they're few and far between now okay Okay, so um, so this the critical inner voice that you have can lead to some really, really harsh criticism. And this is this harsh criticism that we want to get away from. This self-recriminations, um, those um, are very, very important if you want to move forward in life, especially if you want to, if you're at work and you want promotion and you've got to go in front of a promotion, uh, panel or board or uh, go on an interview um, if you're doing exams if you're doing any kind of sport to a reasonable standard um, or getting fit down the gym it's another reason for having a personal trainer okay because they're going to say positive things to you most of the time 
uh, unless you need to hear something maybe a little slightly negative okay um it can go so bad in in some instances it can become hatred hatred of what goes on between your ears okay enough of the doom and gloom enough about my life i can see right okay but we don't want a negative feeling frenzy so we've got to do certain things and um where is it, where does it originate from though and it has to be childhood i can't see any other way and it just gets added upon it's like layer upon layer upon layer okay a bit like an onion a bit like shrek remember that when he says so um ogres are like onions got lots of layers well this is the reverse thing you know this thing this inner critic has got lots of layers on top of each other and you need to start peeling them away so um okay so it obviously goes on in the bonding time you know when you're bonding with your parents bonding with new friends as a kid you know and it just goes on into your adult life because we are extremely perceptive beings even even young as you very very young we pick up on things um, and the classic example really is swearing or smoking taking drugs you know we um we, we do bad things sometimes i have to say i've never taken drugs I had a few, about 10 cigarettes in my life never took it never took a drag down but um I, you, you realize it's not good okay but hey if you smoke good luck um okay so the core beliefs the core negative beliefs that affect this go from generation to generation and a classic example of that will be racism if dad is dad is a racist and he's constantly saying some some things in front of his kid what do you think his son or daughter are going to turn out like okay because very very environment is everything okay so this civ as i call it this uh the uh the critical voice inside um can be seductive as well so you may not think it's that bad okay because you could sit there arguing with it but uh, believe me you know it is it's like throwing throwing dirt in a carburetor you know you wouldn't do it so why why do it in your brain right why do it mess around with your, your mind okay okay so how do we get rid of it that's the most important thing isn't it because most of us have got it so first of all you have to identify it that's uh, very very important and um what is your critical inner voice saying to you okay it could be good but on most occasions it's not so in order to challenge these negative attacks you must first become aware of what your civ is telling you okay this this inner voice this critic you can do this by identifying um what goes on in your life okay whether it's a specific as i said to you before is it whether it's a specific area it could be just one thing you might be just getting problems at school for argument's sake you might be getting bullied at school or you may be struggling with lessons and you've not really told anyone and it just becomes this big mental monster so you keep saying to yourself you know i'm crap at school i can't learn you know and all that well you can trust me okay but you you have to learn to say the right things to yourself and be around the right people so stop being crit critical of yourself as i say we all do it 
pay attention to what the criticisms are, the words that you're saying or mumbling in, you know, between your ears. Very, very important. Okay. So as you discover what the self-attacks are, it's valuable to say them in the second person. So that instead of saying, instead of saying, I feel lazy, switch it around slightly, because you're not going to do it overnight, to you are lazy. Okay. And you will notice the tone, the hostility of how it's being said or how you think it's being received. Um, and then once you send it, send it to the second person rather than the first person, uh, you're more liable to take the 10,000 foot view and take a look at it and try and work it out properly. The second thing is recognizing where your voices are come, come from. OK, now. So I'm not going to get all sort of weird and do, do psychology stuff here. So, um, you know, after you verbalize that critical inner voice um, into the second person, you'll get some insights and get an idea of where the criticism, where the attack's coming from. Is it being put into your brain by someone else or the environment or, or whatever? Or are you, are you doing it all yourself, which is quite possible? Okay, you must recognize the content of that criticism or the negative influence. You have to, as I said, look, listen to the tone as well. Is it the old? Is it the familiar? Is it what you're used to? Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's one thing. Is it something your dad used to say to you? Oh, no, my dad wouldn't say that. Well, just have a think about it. You might look. Sometimes people don't even realise that they're giving negative stuff out. It could be saying your mother dad done. It could be, as I say, at school. It could be teachers. It could be. Uh, it could be. You could have a mate, and you could be going around someone else's house, and it could be their parents that could be doing it. Okay, so just just so you know where it's coming from, so you can identify it. It's very very important. You know, recognition and understanding of what what how it's going about, how it's happening, and who's doing it, or who did it, I should say, will help you develop compassion for yourself, all right? Now, obviously, what you've got to be is, is gentle yourself. Um, I tried to turn it around. You know, like I, I was, I remember, you know, when I said you drop something, you say, oh, you idiot, and all that type of thing. I tried to, um, to turn it around slightly, put a smile on my face, and just say, so what? I'm clumsy. You know, how does that sound to you idiot? You know, it's a lot of different, isn't it? So. So, yeah, I'm just clumsy. I don't mind. You know, I can imagine, you know, when, when I bring my porridge up in the mornings, um, sometimes I spill it. <laughs> you know. So if I come up the stairs, you know, because I'm in a tray and things like that, I just say to myself, safe journey clean safe journey you know or something similar so that i don't spill it because you have to come back and clean it up don't you so so someone else doesn't slip on it or anyway joey wooden stairs you see if you carpet you wouldn't have that problem it would get dirty but you wouldn't have the problem so um yeah okay so what else have we got um some of this stuff could be really really deep-seated and if it is if it really really is deep-seated go and get some help Talk to someone. Okay, there's plenty of people out there can help you. 
We need to eliminate it, but it may be that the elimination is gradual. OK, so that's another thing. So we need to. Yeah. So the third thing was answer back. Yeah. Um, and attack it in a way, in a positive way. The fourth thing is understanding how your voices influence your behavior. Now, this is huge. OK, these voices can actually control within reason what you do on a day to day basis. If you say to yourself, as uh, another example, I'm always late. Have you ever said that to yourself? Um, I think I'm so rarely late, it becomes boring. And the reason being is because I know that I used to be late a lot, but I'm not anymore. So how did I do that? All I did was change the voice in my head, saying I'm always on time and left earlier. Okay? Leave yourself room for things to go wrong as well. So, um, so you hear the voice, and after expressing and responding to the voice, you'll be curious and eager to understand how these patterns of self-defeating thoughts have influenced your past and how they impact your present and your future. Okay? If you learn now, if you do something about it now, it's not going to be devastating. It's going to be you're going to ease it out and push it out slowly. Personal development has to be the way. Okay? Activity. Productive activity. Not just activity, but productive activity. Um, you know, I'm training at the moment. Uh, I'm a football referee, a soccer referee. Um, and you got the levels. Now, because I'm older, there's only I really I'm only really going to go to the next one, you know, and, and that is all down to doing a fitness test. So the training I'm doing at the moment is related to the fitness test. Now, can you imagine me running around um, going, I'm really slow. I'm aching. I'm uh, I'm not going to make it. OK, I'm not fit, fit enough. No, I've been saying the complete opposite as I'm going around. I do feel actually do actually feel good. It's probably the fittest I've been for refereeing at this stage of the season. Now, admittedly, we're starting the, the season late, but um, but it is working. It's, it's, you know, it's so rare now I actually say anything negative in my mind. There is a couple of areas I've got to work on, but um, okay. So um, we need to change our self-limiting beliefs. And, and you know, do they affect you? Yeah, absolutely. You better believe they do. And that's the reason why they will stunt your growth. Okay. And that's the other thing. So I learned it through football. I learned it through um, practice, training, running, athletics, running marathons, running half marathons. And uh, in, in the police, you definitely couldn't say anything negative to yourself. You know, you had to be, you had to know what you're doing. You had to be confident. You had, in my, this is my eyes. You had to be bold, you had to be powerful, and you had to deal with things. Never, you know, you've got to know when to back off uh, with a smile, which was rare, but sometimes you had to. Okay, so, hello, my phone's just going. Let me, um, let me just stop that because it's, I thought I turned it off, but, okay. Okay, just a couple of things now. And um, so, uh, we've got to change our self-limited behavior. It's as simple as that. And that's what we're telling ourselves in, inside our brain. Two actions 
And I'm going to read these to make sure I get them absolutely spot on. All right. Not engaging in self-destructive behavior, encouraged by your critical inner voice and increasing the positive behaviors that go against the recommendations of your voice. OK. Is it easy? No, it's not. It's hard. It's going to take work. Um, with change will come anxiety. It's not all going to go your way early on. You know, when you challenge your negative attacks, the attacks may become stronger and more intense. OK, so you've got to be comfortable living with them, knowing that they're improving and going. OK, um, last little bit now. These attacks are not your friend. OK, the negative influences inside the negative influences inside here are not your friend and they're keeping you from winning whatever it means to you okay um and you won't feel lonely and scared without them because some people they may be lonely and they may be the only voice they think they hear or you know or, or can listen to um the critical inner voice uh, does not keep you in line all right it's as simple as that. And you must not listen to them. You mustn't act on them. They're normally very false. Okay. The more you act against the CIV, the critical inner voice, um, the weaker the influence the CIV has on your life. Okay. Um, stick with it. Stick it out. Follow the steps and you will be able to achieve your goals much quicker or get the improvement or get that promotion or whatever it is you're doing, you've got to live free from imagined limitations. And that's what they are. They're in your, uh, you're in my, they're in your mind. Okay. So um, there was one other thing as well. Yeah. They're also demeaning and destructive. That was the other thing I, re I remember saying, uh, I remember reading. Um, so, you know, if you need help with this, come and talk to me. All right. But um, I've enjoyed doing this subject because it's something that obviously I suffered from, still a little bit suffer, but not much. And um, I know the devastating effects they can have, and it can send you batty, right? Send you around the bend some of this stuff that you're spewing into your mind. So anyway, you have a fantastic day. Um, I wish you all the success you're willing to work towards or whatever it is you, you want to do, happiness, peace, contentment. Um if you found this useful, please share it with someone you think may need it. All right. Please like it, like the page and um, please comment. That's the other thing as well. So um, I look forward to speaking to, to you soon and um, have a great day.